<laughs> and tonight the scripture that I'm going to be reading comes from the book of Exodus, chapter 13, verses 7 through 15. Then the Lord said, I have seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. I know their sufferings, and I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land to a good and broad land, a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hevites, and the Jebusites. And now, behold, the cry of the people of Israel has come to me, and I have seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come, I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring forth my people, the sons of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the sons of Israel out of Egypt? He said, But I will be with you, and this shall be the sign for you, that I have sent you. When you have brought forth the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God upon this mountain. Then Moses said to God, if I come to the people of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Say this to the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, Say this to the people of Israel, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and thus I am to be remembered throughout all generations. I'm going to read from the New Testament, Philippians 3, 12 through 16. Not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brethren, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature be thus minded, and if anything you are otherwise minded, God will reveal that also to you. Only let us hold truth to what we have attained. Go ahead, Sam. I just need to say a couple of words of introduction. Thank you, Sam. I want to thank all the folks that have taken part in the service tonight, and thank you again for being here. Uh, in the event that you don't know Pam Watkins, I want to say a few words of introduction. Uh, Pam is a native North Carolinian. Uh, she worked for 29 years in cancer research at Duke at North Carolina Memorial, Burroughs Welcome, and Glaxo Welcome before going into the ministry. She graduated from the Duke Divinity School in 2005. 
Her ministries include serving a year as a trauma chaplain at uh, the North Carolina Memorial Hospital and also four years as pastor of the Bisco Boscom Charge. That was the Page Memorial in Boscom. Am I saying that right, Pam? Boscom. Excuse me, Boscom. That's down towards South Carolina, and you've got to put as many syllables in a word. Yeah, you can. Boscom Chapel, United Methodist Church. And uh, Pam came to Oak Grove in June of 2010. She has certainly been a blessing not only to Oak Grove, but also to our community and many of you in this church family. And so we're indeed grateful. And Pam, please make yourself at home. Uh, after the choir sings their special, uh, Pam will come and lead us in worship.
I thank my God every time I remember you, constantly praying with joy in every one of my prayers for all of you because of your sharing in the gospel from the first day until now. Thank you for inviting me here this evening. It's always wonderful to spend these special holidays with my friends here at Theresa Baptist. Thanksgiving is about remembering. It's only when we remember what we are mindful of, that we are mindful of those things, those events, and those people for whom we are grateful. We remember and we give thanks. In this next week, we will remember, among other things, Thanksgiving's past. The meals, the family members and friends gathered around the table. Then the family members and friends gathered around the TV set to watch football. Then the family and friends may be gathered out in the yard throwing around a football. And we give thanks. Especially we remember and give thanks for those family and friends who were around the table in days gone by, but who are no longer with us. We remember and acknowledge that today the table seems a bit smaller without them. One of my fondest memories of Thanksgivings was back in the day when I would drive into the mountains with my sister, going to the mountains to spend Thanksgiving Day with our parents. As we rode along in the car, heading west into beautiful sunsets, gold and purple and pinks and just amazing. Sometimes we'd pull off the road just to, to stop and look. And as we drove along, we would sing along with the radio. This was back before we had CDs or any of that stuff, when then the radio station would mostly play Motown and the Beatles and beach music and, of course, Elvis. And we would sing and we would laugh and we would remember. She's gone now. Some 10 years she's been gone, and especially at Thanksgiving, I remember my sister and I give thanks. Now, I'll tell you who's really good at remembering. God. God is amazing, amazingly good. In fact, God remembers things about us that we never even knew. God remembers our past before we even knew that we had a past. For example, I want us to go back and remember a group of pilgrims who were saved because God remembered them before they even had a memory. Now, I'm not talking about those pilgrims that came to the shores of America seeking religious freedom. No, no, I'm talking about those other pilgrims, the ones who fled slavery in Egypt and sought freedom in the land of milk and honey. Remember? The people came to Egypt originally because there was a famine in their homeland. And Egypt 
because of a brilliant bureaucrat named Joseph, well, they had plenty of food saved up. Now, Joseph was the youngest son of Jacob, who was the son of Isaac, who was the son of Abraham. And when Joseph's brothers came to Egypt for food, well, he welcomed them and all their families and all their flocks to come and live there. And he even provided land and the land of Goshen for them to live on. And these Hebrew people, well, they flourished in Egypt. They lived and they worked and they prospered for well over 400 years. Now, the Bible tells us that by that time, and really it was more like 460 years after Joseph, well, the Pharaoh never, no longer remembered who Joseph was or why his people were special. And not only that, the Hebrew people, now think about this. Think about what happens to a people when they immigrate to a new land, to a new culture. It only takes two generations before they are completely assimilated into the new culture and the new language and new dress, new customs of their new home. Two generations. And they were there for 460 years. And so it was with the Hebrew people. They were, for all intents and purposes, Egyptians. And no one remembered Joseph. Worse, the Hebrew people didn't remember God either. They forgot the covenant that God had made with Abraham and with Isaac and with Jacob. But you know who did remember Who? God. God remembered. God remembered God's people, yet God was not stuck in the past. No, indeed, God was present, fully present to the people there in Egypt. In fact, when God flagged down Moses that day out in the desert from that fiery shrub out there, God said to Moses, I've heard their cries. I know their sufferings, and I have come to deliver them from the Egyptians. God remembered and then looked forward. Now Moses, he didn't know who this God was who was speaking to him, and he knew for sure that the people wouldn't know who it was either. And so so Moses boldly asked God from those flames, he said, who are you? And what is your name? And you know what? God didn't say, I was. God didn't say, I will be. God said, I am. In the present. In the moment. In that particular time and that particular place, God said, tell them, I am has sent me to you. The great I am remembered. The people forgot who God was, but God did not forget them. Now, here's the funny thing. Well, it's not really funny. I guess it's more ironic. These forgetful people finally did start remembering, but only after they had gotten out in the desert. With Moses, After that great pillar of fire of God's light led them out 
to safety after God had parted that great sea so that they could make their escape from the Egyptian army. Once they were safe from harm. Well, you know, first the water ran out. Then the food ran out. And then the Back to Egypt committee got together and started moaning and groaning to Moses. And they said, oh, we missed the good old days back in Egypt. Of course, they remembered wrongly. They created what we call revisionist history. They complained to Moses that things were so much better back in Egypt. Life was good and they had plenty to eat. But God, I am, would have nothing to do with their distorted remembering. Instead, God gave them sweet water from a rock. And God sent them good manna from heaven to eat. And God said, press on. We're not going backwards. We are people who live in the present and who will press on to a glorious, God-blessed future. Now, if you will, jump with me ahead into the future, especially in the future of the the Bible. We're going to go into the New Testament where the Apostle Paul is writing to his people at the, the church of Philippi. And he sounds that same theme for his people. Paul will have nothing to do with a back-to-Egypt committee. No wandering down distorted, self-serving memory lanes for him. Listen. Listen to what Paul said. Listen again. Paul said, Forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature be of the same mind. Let those of us who are mature be of the same mind. Paul is saying, grow up, people. Press on, no matter what your fears, no matter your despair, no matter your past, press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. Press on. And as that was a good word for the people of Philippi, that's a good word for us today. We worship the one God that Moses, that named to Moses, I am, not I was, not I will be, I am. Yes, we can look back and remember days gone by, and we could remember family and friends gathered around the table, the table that was groaning with all the food. And we could remember the dear saints who have traveled on beyond the veil, but God calls us not to linger there, not to dwell in the past as the only good place. No, God calls us to live today, to plant our feet firmly on the ground here. God has set us, you and me, in this particular place, in this particular time, not to bemoan the past or to fear the future, but to work for God's blessed kingdom now. Today, friends, there are strangers who are dying literally from starvation, as well as people who are dying from the effects of food insufficiency in their lives. Today, there are people who are losing their homes, finding themselves homeless, and they are bewildered as to what in the world happened. Today, there are lonely people languishing in nursing homes that have no family to visit or to care. Today, 
There are children who struggle to read, but no one takes the time to sit down with them and guide them. Today, there are people who are lost and in need of a Savior. Today, the Lord called I am the same one who came and walked on this earth, who fed the hungry and visited the sick and welcomed the children. That same Lord Jesus calls us to serve him now and today and every day. He calls us to be bold in our thanks, bold in our proclamation, bold in our service, bold as we declare this day is the day we recommit our lives to the great I am. Because God's memory is sufficient. And our task is to press on this day to God's great and glorious future. And for that, friends, I give thanks. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.